There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hey, hi, Oh my god, you said hi, I said hey, it doesn't matter but You just back. told me to say hey I know, I know, but it's been a while As Britney Spears would say, it's been a while Oh my god, I love that um, And we're back, we're back season five yeah. We've had a three month hiatus It's been divine, I'm not going to lie uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> Yes, I was posting about it and I was like Oh, uh, season five back this Thursday Which sounds really impressive, but we just really love taking breaks <laughs> Yeah <laughs> No, it's nice uh, It's nice to be back, but at the same time Where has the three months gone? I, I can't believe, like someone said um actually uh, someone replied to one of my stories saying oh I was telling my things you're going to give up for Lent and somebody said uh, actually Sean it was Dr Sean who actually said it uh-huh. so I'll, I'll out him here live <laughs> on the podcast he said really I'm giving up Penny Little Things podcast for Lent <laughs> and I was like no we're coming back and we were to be honest supposed to come back earlier in March but I was really sick yeah, um, and to be honest I'm still not 100% no. like maybe I have long COVID who uh, knows honest to God I'm going to I'm going to put it out there now I think you were a bit of a super spreader because I was dying sick after seeing you and like half of half of the Dublin drags well, have all I didn't have COVID. So no. I'm like, can you can you have long COVID without having COVID? <laughs> I don't know. Honest to God, I don't know. But whatever it was, my chest was in bits, my uh, mm. nasal passage was in bits, the works like. Well, I tell you, I went to my friend Ronan's 40th birthday party um at, at the start of the month and I was I was having a ball, I was having a great night, and I always remember like I sat down and I was like, it's a bit of a draft, isn't it? <laughs> Right, and my friend was like, uh, "Hello, old woman." She was like, "Will I get you a shawl? Like, do you need oh a shawl?" God. And that was like Friday night, and then sat- I woke up like that Saturday morning, and I swear to God, I thought I was going to die. Uh-huh. It was like every, it was like chills, sweat, and I was like, "This has to be COVID, COVID nineteen." I was full name. I thought I was like, "This has to be COVID 19 but it wasn't. And I was testing daily. I did about like twelve antigen tests, oh all negative. So it definitely wasn't COVID. So. I, I have a theory. I think it's because you spent a night in a straight bar. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. I think you caught, like, the heterosexuals tried to get you, convert you, and you've been trying to fight it off ever since. 
Maybe, maybe. Uh, the straight plague. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, imagine uh, that was the next pandemic we all started trying to fight oh, off turning you straight. Know, I have to say, it was, it was, I felt really bad because I had a private gig booked for that Saturday and I had to cancel. Yeah. I hate canceling somebody, letting someone down like that. You cancel on me any, all the time. Oh, but I couldn't get anyone else to do it. couldn't get anyone to cover it. And I, I felt like it just sounded sketched in that kind of way. Mm. It sounded like I was like joking a sickie and I wasn't. Um, and then that was like, I was sick up until Thursday. Then it was Paddy's day. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, it was, that was before actually. Um, then I was fine, worth the weekend. And do you remember we were doing that bingo? Oh yeah. my God. It came over me like a ton of bricks. I was like, three days later, I'm back sick again. Uh -huh. Dying. Yeah. Well, actually oh you just gosh. kept sitting down. I was like, geez, she's, she's really relaxing tonight, isn't she? Oh Every time God, I looked over, you were sitting on the floor, like oh. sitting in front of a fan trying to cool down. It was shocking. It was literally like my face like pumping sweat <laughs> and my face does not sweat. Let's just be real. <laughs> well, so I knew there was an issue. You're still not the queen of the sick. We all know the queen of the sick, <laughs> sick is AKA Sophia Hart, the queen of the sick. Oh, uh, she, she, like she's only short to bring me in sick notes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sophia. <laughs> Oh I remember she called in sick to uh, a brunch one time and I got the whole bow lane to, um, to say, Sophia, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't. I was just putting the shits up her. Okay. What have you been up to for the last three months? I kind of know, but the listeners are obviously sitting on their edge of their seat thinking, what has the sesh queen actually done over well, three I've months Well, I've just been off? sitting waiting to come back to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know, like, I think it's just been kind of settling back into like normalcy. It's been a bit intense as well, like, because we weren't expecting anything to come back till February. We were, mm. I was honestly thinking I'm going to have, um, I'm going to have a nice break now for January, mm. do nothing. Mm. And then all of a sudden they threw everything back. Remember it was like the last weekend. It was actually the first. So I started back doing Dying with Davina, which is an opium, which is the last Saturday of the month, mm. which is a fun early night out which for people. And when things were closing at eight o'clock, I was thinking this is going to be a great little early evening kind of Kickstarter. Um, so the first she one was, was, seeing, was she was seeing Euro signs. Let's face it, you're seeing yeah. Euro signs. Well, I, I have been thinking that for a long time. I think that's, it's a nice time because people are kind of going out a bit early if there's hands or parties mm. or special occasions. It's a great little event to go to. And it feels like because it's kind of dark, it feels a bit clubby. Yeah. Um, so it kind of works. So I had that on and just one other thing. And then it went all of a sudden from having two gigs, like six gigs in a week. It was like, I was not ready for that. It oh was like God. such a body shock. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Just little things like that. So getting back into the swing of things. Um, it's probably false that you should clear up the rumours that you weren't using the downtime to get tits on your back. That is false. No. Oh no, that's, I'm doing that in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to just get one and see if I like it first. <laughs> oh my God, speaking of one, um, our good friends, aka, I mean, they're ex cock destroyers now. You've obviously seen Sophie's story. Yes, why? The collapse. I did. I did. And to be honest, I, is, is she banned from social media? or something is she because I used to see her story so much more and actually Rebecca but I don't really yeah. see them on social media yeah. anymore yeah they got taken off I think they were being uh, they? dirty gerties and now uh, Rebecca Instagram has, is very strict isn't, isn't it? it well they'll let mm. any old um, dick in a pair of fucking boxers but apparently not women but um uh, yeah, Rebecca's got a new Instagram. It's called More Manor, but it's kind of more about oh. her house. I think she's just figured out that they are just not into this, you know, other vibe. Okay. And it's, they still have their probably dirty Twitters, do they? Oh, they do. It's all kicking off on Well, that's where I think I saw, someone actually sent it to me on Twitter. There was um, like the actual picture of her implant exposed, yeah. which I wouldn't be now. I 
get a little bit squeamish when I see kind of like anything oozing out of a body makes mm. me kind of ill. I didn't so, mind it to be honest. Like, I, okay, n- not to make light of a situation, but over the years, I've worn many different types of titties in my bra. Um, I started with the original titty, which was the rice in the tight. It's a scientific term for when you get a bag of Uncle Ben's and you pour it into an old pair of tights that you're done with because tights are expensive. Then you tie a knot in it, slip it into the bra, and it weighs about six tons. Your back does be broke. But then we all got obsessed with the the more jelly variety one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it, she was like a strong jelly form. It would sit into your bra. However, few drinks in you, sharp nails and that titty. Oh, I burst many a titty. I burst many mm-hmm. a titty in that time. So it kind of reminds me of that. And I was like, Jesus, uh, like, uh, okay, it's nothing similar at all. I remember like, years ago, Annie Balls used to have, Annie Balls was the first strike when I ever saw to have like a, like a jelly prosthetic titty. Yeah. And she had like, I don't know, I think they were actually someone's old set of implants. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, she had like actual implants they put inside. Apparently they were like tests, you know, like that you'd go into like a surgeon's office and be like, what size would you go with? And they were like just jelly silicone things. So she used to have them. And then over time, they used to kind of, again, she'd burst them or now she'd have them for years. Like, so they'd be like kind of burst. And then they see this is actually, this is the, the gas with, they'd end up, they end up tied in a Dunn's bag stuck, oh. stuck into a bra you literally the odd time you see a piece of like a Dunn's plastic bag stuck over the top no no that's so true because okay when 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 your um, when your jelly titty ripped it would start mm. picking up bits of fluff it would start oh, exploding yeah. out all of a sudden you'd find a 50 cent p- uh, piece inside it like yeah. the most mad shit would be in there and it'd be a 50 pence piece when we'd already translated over to euros <laughs> yes. so you know it was old <laughs> so like the, the Dunn's bag was the most durable of all the bags you could put it in. I do remember well, it was. That. It was before it was the bags for life. It was the actual, you know, the old white bags with St. Bernard written on it. It was like mm. they're literally they're like non-sustainable kinds, the uh-huh. kind that we don't do anymore. <laughs> um, uh, so just, yeah. Just while you're talking about Annie Balls, we have to tell the story about when she went to the gig. She went to do some gig oh, in a gosh. hotel and she forgot. Yeah, it was actually the hotel. It was, um, oh God, what, it was like on, its, on the way to Glass Nevin. It was like, it was a real kind of famous where they'd have like dinner dances now. I think mm. it was beside where um, Met Aaron is. Okay. I think it was somewhere along there. Just if somebody, I, somebody probably knows the hotel. I can't remember the name of it. I'm not a Northsider, so uh-huh. I don't know. But apparently it was maybe like, is it the Shield Hotel or something? Maybe something like that. Anyway. Couldn't tell you. But I mean, Annie, Annie was, I mean, I don't want to say infamous, but she was, she would forget. She was infamous. She no, was infamous. No, but for forgetting the odd bit of drag. Do you know what I mean? Arriving well, somewhere. And- you say forgetting, I say not having. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Annie Balls is also the people that Podge and Raj said to her, Annie Balls, what do they say? My guess is yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so she gets to this hotel gig and she realizes, chicken, I've no bra. I've no bra. And sent someone out into the audience to go and ask a couple of ladies, could she borrow their bra while she performs? And the woman did say yes, she did actually get the bra. So that was kind of impressive. Fair play to the woman now and fairness as well. Like Annie was a big backed girl, like, do you know mm. what I mean? And At that those time. boobies and those, yeah, and those boobies were not small. No. So like she must have some woman who had a good rack as yeah. in there must have must have been there on hand. Fair play to her. Like she's probably holding her boobs for the whole night. <laughs> 
So fair play to her. <laughs> but, Annie, but come here, tell on. me about what you've been up to. You've been traveling the world again. What's I mean, been going on? And Misa always says that to me. Oh, you're just back for your your international tour. I'm like, you come on, go to the same yeah, six. Well, you know, you know, just, you know, we're just giving a bit of shade. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I mean, since, since yeah, what's it? Your chicken in the basket tour of Northern Wales. That's it. That's it. Chicken and fish. 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 Chicken. Uh, we yeah, we we're, I'm just back from tour with Kylie. Who you met but you've before. been you've been on a few like so like you, what was the first one that you did it so was... the first one was um her name's Jan she's from New York and that one got cancelled in Dublin but what I will say is I remember saying yeah I'll go on that tour but thinking I probably shouldn't be doing this do you know that kind of because everything was shutting down and the UK mm-hmm. Boris was being you know baldy horn and just being like I'm not you know closing us down again and actually it turns out he was kind of right because we were back open in two weeks and well not two weeks two or three weeks anyway so the first one we were all shitting and we were like well okay we're not going to go out because we want to stay working and we want to keep everyone safe and then cut to three weeks later we're all going absolutely wild again do you know what I mean mm-hmm. it doesn't it actually is hard to, to fathom however um, Jan mm-hmm. is a great singer and I am a deluded bitch so every night I kept hearing her sing you know um, maybe this time and by the end of the song I was like I'm a singer I need to start singing oh live. my god no you're a minger not a singer <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and uh, no, the only time I'm a singer is if it's like three in the morning and Davina makes me do karaoke. Oh um, my God. I took the badges out of the mics just in case if I, if I knew you were coming upstairs. <laughs> no, I'm, the microphones are broke. I fly without <laughs> wings. Uh, my mom still talks about that time that you did the after show karaoke uh, on your Instagram. Oh, yeah. And I was shit faced from sitting watching your show. And you were like, come on, you're going to sing uh, Fly Without Wings, Without Westlife, because that's my karaoke track. Um, I'd say she was real proud, was she? <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, real proud. Um, so anyway, we're just back from tour with Kylie. It was absolutely amazing. She's just lovely. Honestly, there's no bullshit yeah. with her. And and this Jan one, is she from, see, I love asking now because I am so, so out of the loop. Like they seem to be all moving so fast. I have no clue, a clue where these queens are from. Yeah. Um, is she from the UK? Yeah, no, she's from um, uh, uh, New York City. New, New York City. She's actually from New Jersey. Um, okay. And she's obsessed with Housewives. So we had a lot to talk about with that. Mm-hmm. Like she was really, really into Housewives and wants to get on Housewives at some point, which you never know. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, they love drag events on Housewives. Yeah, the, Mar- the March. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more about that on the, um, okay. on the Patreon because I don't want to give away all the juice. Um, and then in the last week, I went to see Dita Von Tees in the Olympia Theatre. Yes. Now, uh, I think me and Dita are quite similar. Do you know what I mean? We're very statuesque. We're um, both really glamour girls. We've tiny, tiny waists and mm. we wear the You both high- kind of had your moment a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we wear really high heels. Uh, no, the only thing me and Dina do is wear a red <laughs> lipstick at the same time, maybe. But um, she didn't speak. That was the only thing. Now, I have to say, I got to the Olympia. I was in a jeans and t-shirt moment um, and everyone was very glamorous. Like, I mean... Yeah, I can imagine. I actually... Um, some woman had actually mailed me and she offered me tickets last minute but I yeah. didn't see the didn't see the message till way later and I was working anyway for uh, Saturday so I couldn't go um, but when we were coming back from Oakland we got out of a taxi mm-hmm. um, with this gorgeous taxi man by the way he was such a ride and he was oh. real like he was a real like kind of 
he was mad up for the crack with us. We were having a really, like, we were totally winding up for the whole trip down. So when he was taking taking our bags out of the car, all these girls were like, we're going to do the one team. And they all had their victory rolls and their mm-hmm. red lips. Mm-hmm. They were all, the glamour girls were out in force. Like, for real, it was high drag in the Olympia. Like, it was Saturday night, high fucking drag. Was there any drag at it? Um, not that I saw, but, like, Bonnie Boo was there and I was sitting actually beside Foxy Peacocks. Uh, and I'd never met Jerry Fish, the infamous... Um, oh, Jerry Finch. Yeah, the infamous Lecky Picnic head himself. So uh, he's, we were right he's, he's really nice. He's sound actually. Okay, I'm going to sound like a box snob here, but um, Davina will totally relate to this. Um, so my friends were working backstage at the event and they got us tickets to it. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve boxes in the Olympia. Now you're aiming for a certain number when you get a box, right? You're going, mm. okay, we want one, two, three, or maybe we want uh, seven, eight, nine. And I saw straight away, I was like six. I was like, oh, I'm up in the gods. That's me leaning over. Like I've got back problems for the night trying to see down. But however, it's really glam. It's quite nice. And it just reminded me of that time that we were in a box watching the show uh, next to Louis Walsh. And um, Oh yeah, when we robbed his bar. And we robbed his bar. I was telling Jerry Fish about that the other night. I was like, yeah, we were here the last time and they'd stocked all the bar up with booze and me and Davina were in like help He didn't ourselves. mind though. He didn't mind. It was only when the Olympia staff caught us. Yes. Like, Louis was like, oh no, let them, he, they were going to give out to us and he was like, let them take what they want. Like, he wasn't even drinking that much. He was really driving home. Fully. And then they locked the fucking door on us. But do you remember? They did actually lock the bar up. <laughs> yes. But do you remember you, you pretended that you were fixing my zip when they came in? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just sipping her back up. And I had one hand behind my back with a bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> a pro, a pro, a true pro. I told Jerry um, about that and he nearly pissed himself when I uh, told him. Um, good times. Um, yeah, really fun. Um, the Olympia actually as well is going through the uh, modification now to become the Tree Olympia. <laughs> oh, and it's, shit. it's getting its, its colour facade changed and all that kind of stuff um, but it's go- I think the Olympia is a gorgeous venue it's really old style still like I just have this weird feeling like are they going to try and get rid of it in some kind know. of way it I mean, feels it feels just like it's one of the last kind of old little gems in Dublin yeah I mean Hopefully first not. of all like where is the funding at in Dublin if they can't afford not to take mm. the word three in front of their fucking name I hate all that like I still call the point the point the point depot sorry I'm belching all yeah. over you uh, I still call it the point depot like I hate that it's called a three I hate that this is now the three Olympia I was, I think I call it the O2 <laughs> even though it's like it's gone ages ago I'm like it's in the O2 um, or where's she playing the O2 yeah. uh, what a, or do you know like what's the board gosh energy theatre like that used to I still call it Grand Canal Theatre me too like it's so like I don't care about these it actually kind of doesn't do anything for the name of the company. Yeah. It's like so ridiculous. Uh, well, it's like well, a marketing dream. Yeah, fully. Uh, also, you're, I mean, we're classy birds. We're, we're not mentioning these brandings. Um, come here. Oh, but the other thing that I'm going to see tonight is in the Abbey Theatre, which is still called the Abbey Theatre. And it's called Abomination, which is like uh, about the DUP up north. And apparently okay. there's a bit of drag in it. Um, apparently it's some live music. I'm kind of excited. It's supposed to be quite gay, basically. Oh, one two one two. Can you hear me? Yeah. My microphone wasn't plugged in. Yeah, I could hear perfect. Okay. My microphone wasn't plugged in for those. No, I just realised halfway through there, so I'm so sorry if the sound quality has just shifted. That is. Uh, uh, see, that's how long we've been out of it. I forgot to plug in the microphone. Oh my god. No, you. I could still hear you perfect. Where was the sound coming from then? From my laptop. Fucking gas. That's powerful so, mic on the on the laptop. 
Um, um, yeah, so you're going to the abom- abominations night in the um, in the theatre, mm-hmm. which I mean is about northern issues basically. But apparently, really mm-hmm. gay, bit of drag in it. That's on until Saturday. So um, my old boss works in the Abbey, and he was like, "You cannot miss this." So I'm going to go see that tonight. And I am actually covering for the lovely Dolly Grip, who's actually a doyen of the theatre as oh well. So I'm covering uh, Dolly does nothing tonight. So <laughs> um, Dolly's away in Grand Canary. It's well for her, isn't it? She's mm. had a really stressful pandemic, but now she's away. Yeah. So that's nice. Oh, she'll be glad her. to hear this message now when she listens to the podcast. Yeah, she always is. She'll listen to it on her holidays. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, come here. I have been glued to some new shit on TV at the moment. One thing I never thought I'd get into was something called Benidorm on... Um, um, it's on Netflix. Oh, Have you yeah. seen that before? I've seen random episodes of it. Like I, w- I would kind of dip in and out, but it wouldn't be something that I would kind of watch regularly. But it's it's actually quite good and Funny. quite yeah, I'm, it can be. I saw a crossdresser in the lineup, and I was like, right, I'm giving this a go. What's happening? Very good, very fucking that, funny. The, um, that crossdresser is actually Denise Welch's ex-husband. You're kidding. Yeah, um, he played the part of of uh, that crossdresser in it, and he's actually kind of brilliant. And also, um, her father was a, a straight drag queen. Are you serious? Well. Yeah, he's he's actually passed away since. But um, his like if they'd go on holidays, and he'd maybe like she was telling before, um, say like maybe on the fourth or fifth night he would come back down, and he would be Raquel Welch. Oh. <laughs> so that was his drag name, Raquel Welch. Wow. But uh. Yeah, kind of gas. So she had her husband playing that part and her dad, like, kind of hilarious. That's kind of gas. Um, I, I'm glued to it because everyone's fucking wagging it. There's this character called Madge who's rotted. And I'm like, oh my God, if ever there was a girl who's going to be in our girl group, that's her. She's poisoned to these people. Like, absolute <laughs> rotten. So I'm watching that. I started Lizzo's Big Girls last night, which is a reality show. Now? Lizzo's looking for new dancers. But oh. she said she reached out to all these agencies and couldn't get any dancers who were like I suppose like normal size all these people were just coming across who were like tiny and she was like no I'm looking for a specific type of dancer and it's fab like it's kind of like search for the next pussycat doll where is that um what like who's airing that um so it's on this thing I have called a dodgy box yeah but what channel is it from? oh I actually haven't a clue having a clue I just found it wow. and I think it'll be a Hulu show so I'm watching that at the moment and then lastly I literally just was on Daily Mail before this Davina and Ollie Murs is there in a hot I saw pink celebrating suit. his girlfriend's 30th birthday I keep every time I go on I'm like keep waiting for the breakup announcement but it's just not coming it's, I, I don't know what it is as soon as I see Ollie or Katie uh, Price I'm like I think you but you must have Google alerts on if you got it I before I do oh I always see yeah so like um, what's it called um, she is she just got charged last week did you see that no Katie Price she, was, she Katie Price was in um, Thailand she went on holidays with um, a big ride of a boyfriend she was getting tits on her back I knew it yeah well I, she's, de- she's oh my god have you seen the work she's had done lately she's no. had like a brow lift and she, lo- she does look very surprised and I have to say I think that has actually kind of taken a few years off her like but the surgery is just non-stop like mm-hmm. relentless it's mm-hmm. just she doesn't seem to kind of have any downtime uh, in between surgeries yeah it's mm-hmm. a bit like I thought she'd have a bit of, bit of downtime but she had a brow lift but um, while she was in Thailand um, 
obviously there was a complaint made to the police about Kieran, her ex-husband's. Uh, she was threatening the wife. Okay. Obviously, like via social media or text message or whatever. But yeah, so the pressing charges. So apparently, because she flipped her car and all that shit went down, like she's she could be facing jail time. Oh my and god. And I, I think the way it's kind of going, like she might get out of it, but I think mm. she'd be lucky to get out of it because it's you know if you have something like that serious and you're in what's it called um um oh you know that word in the, oh in the public eye no it's like you know when you're um not just oh it's like suspended sentence it's like oh yeah 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 and then anything else happens and then yeah i end yeah, up going down yeah. yeah so like she could be in that situation but who knows poor okay she doesn't she doesn't get a minute although i did watch her mucky mansion tv show which was actually pretty good me too i, I yeah. like the the mansion was in a state let's face it, it was rotten yeah. and i don't know if her um design skills were making it any better because some of those rooms were nasty looking oh nasty like and it's such a like quite quite a nice house mm. just like and then you kind of expected like you know when she kind of was like peeling the varnish off the wood and stuff it was like this is actually quite nice and then she puts in the tacky lip sofa and it's just <laughs> like you just it's like you know having a shit all over an antique <laughs> Glamour, like it's just like ridiculous. Not Katie doing her own dirty protest in her mucky yeah. mansion, like. But that's why it's called mucky mansion. Um, <laughs> um, I, so, I, yeah. I did like the room that her mom and sister did. That was the only nice room I think that ended up in the house. It was like, oh, yeah. that's actually cute. Yeah, it actually was. Yeah, she hated um, it. She yeah she oh she what did not like it at all she was pretend she was trying her best to pretend which was kind of funny fucking god um, well come here I think we have to talk about the thing that's on everyone's lips and that's about what just happened at the Oscars oh fully just gone fully I mean are we getting into it now or do you want to well, I think we should just kind of yeah we just we'll get into it now we have a little chat and then we'll move on to our topics okay cool um okay because we're gonna do a real full Oscars lowdown over on our Patreon episode it will be available exactly the same day that it comes out here but let's just touch on Will Smith specifically right now mm. um Firstly, what did you make of it first? I thought it was a joke at first. I thought it was too. And because the slap, the noise was quite a moment. Now, I yeah. presume those microphones pick up everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, housewives get caught out by live mics and so does Will Smith's fists, apparently. Was it a slap or a punch? I think it was somewhere in between, to be honest. But the thing that, um, that I thought, that I noticed afterwards, I could see in your man, um, Kevin Hart's face. It's Kevin Hart, wasn't it? No. Oh, Chris um, Rock. Chris Rock, yeah, yeah. Chris Rock, sorry, I was getting, I was getting to mix up. Um, it was Chris, in, I could see in his face, he had this moment where he just thought, you know, like, if you're on stage and something goes awry, you have this, you could see the clogs turning. Mm-hmm. I felt really bad for him. Yeah. Um, and I also, I don't know if you noticed, I I thought his jaw looked a little crooked. After? Afterwards. Now, I don't know if it's just the way he talks in general, mm-hmm. but his mouth was just looked a little yeah. To the side. Yeah. And I was like, that probably really fucking hurt. If you got like a punch mm-hmm. in the jaw, like it would hurt. Yeah. Oh, big, or his ear could be ringing or anything. Like I, I have, I've never sl- uh, slapped or hit someone in the face, but I have been slapped in the face and you're, you freeze for a moment and your ear yeah. does ring for a bit. And he's there live at the fucking Oscars as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So a few things. Firstly, Will laughing at first and then Jada just gave like dagger looks. Um, not I have to, to say, first off, I hate her. She's not likable. I, I just do not like her at all. I just I haven't liked her for a long time. And the, she, 
I don't know. There's just something about her that's just so she kind of dishes out all this information, but she doesn't actually give the full story. Mm. And I think there's just there's something about actually there's something about the two of them, to be honest. Yeah. I just I never I just don't like and I, are they Scientologists? I, I don't know. I know that they're close they to all of those. I think they were. There's she gives know-it-all vibes you know people that yeah. have a natural know-it-all face and you're like oh my yeah. god see her over there even if you're not a know-it-all like that is like steaming off her um i didn't know she had alopecia um and and she looks really good with a bald head mm, like she, she looked like it's not like but i i can understand why people would be like if if someone was offended or whatever like i, I can get that but i don't think violence is ever the answer especially no. in such a public it's so it's i think it's very humiliating very yeah. like degrading yeah I, I honestly i get if you had to just shout with something up do you know what I mean? I get that. That's different. Yeah, I, I actually different. Would, have, I would have done that better. Or like um, said something in his speech later mm-hmm. on, like said something actually just kind of kill him with yeah. words. Yeah. I just think that you really let yourself down. Especially you worked your whole career to to get that award. Mm-hmm. And then you, that happens. I just think that it was very déclassé. Yeah, he's Adela a Seps would say. beast of a man as well. So like him towering over you. did he play um, Muhammad Ali? So he would have had like loads of boxing training. And mm-hmm. Like you don't want to box off someone who's a trained boxer but you know what I'd say he is fucking kicking himself because we've all mm. been there but we've reacted in the wrong way whatever yeah. way it is even even just verbally and that was his night that he was getting his first ever Oscar he did so many weird films over the years and so and like you know the ones that were not serious to try and get yeah. to a point where he could even be considered for something like that and now well, nobody's going to talk about that no, it, it's the whole the whole awards was just about that. Mm-hmm. The whole awards, which we, we will be discussing more about the other things because there was a few little bits of gossip that we mm-hmm. have. So we'll be focusing more so on that on the Patreon. But uh, yeah, it was it was quite a, a moment. I just felt like we had to mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but fully. he did issue a, he did issue a statement say apologising to mm-hmm. Chris Rock today. Yeah. But that's what like three days later. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Let's get into. I have so many uh, fun notes about the Oscars. We'll talk about that more in the Patreon episode. I wanted to yes. mention something that like a lot of people have been talking about, which is the the Florida gay bill, where they're not allowed to mention like sexual or gender identity in schools. That was like, um, it seems. I to actually me- saw that on the Daily Mail, or was I saw one of those things? I have to say, like America and all those bills, like. There's a part of me I can't even read those articles mm. I can't even read I, I don't even know what, what is happening there I don't know what What is going on Because it just feels Like it's so negative Yeah It's yeah. so negative And it, it kind of evokes A feeling of just like Oh here we fucking go again I know Do you know I what know. I mean I, I, I don't think I have it in me To yeah. be like Arguing with these nutcases yeah, absolutely. And do you know what? The, the, like, mind your own fucking business. What there's does a, it mean? There's a, the, what, so they don't want uh, anyone to be allowed to speak about uh, sexual identity or gender identity in schools. So basically they're saying that uh, that even talking about it is influencing people to, you know, be gay or to think about their gender identity. Like, newsflash, we're all made exactly how we're made. Do you know what the irony of that is? So it's always like, some, it's always some straight, man mm. making these decisions it's mm. like it's no one that's actually like it's like totally just a decounting someone's experience or fully, someone's feelings fully. like it's so bizarre but also me and Davina both went to school at a time that nobody was talking about like any gay issues in any way and newsflash hearing about straight issues all day long did not make either of us straight do you know what I mean no yeah we're, we're gonna be who we're gonna be um okay to finish up on something lighter is I'm moist at the thought of the Kardashians coming back I oh my god I have on my list. Wait. I am actually a bit, I feel a bit like, 
what would you say? I feel a bit duped by them because it's like, why have this big reunion? Goodbye, guys. It's been 20 years. Oh, hello. We're back again two seconds later. Wet week. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Cher as well. Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, I don't mind Cher. Cher's actually kind of cool. But I'm just like, fuck off. I'm actually over those. Yeah. Like, like in my head, the Kardashians is over. I'm yeah. finished. I'm finished with them. I don't want to be watching any of their shite shows anymore. Hulu couldn't give a fuck about Kim's divorce. Don't care if she's dropping the West. Especially don't care about Kylie and her babies. Like, particularly, that's a sore spot. Could not yeah. give one fuck how many babies she's popping out. And yeah, that's really it. Don't care about how many fucking pussies... Uh, Tristan Thomas is fucking cheating on her with could not give a fuck <laughs> that's, too, that's too fucking funny like honestly I'm excited about it because I love trash TV but also I don't want to see any Courtney and Travis Barker with that weird tongue kiss that they're doing all over like Courtney no. to me is bland so stop trying to be like so pretend you're other than that Do you know what I mean? also watched this video recently it was suggested in my YouTube uh, suggestions and it was I you should go and watch it. It's actually quite, it's like how the Kardashians capitalized on bullying people. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was all, it's some guy, some like big cyber geek made it, but basically has like listed all the things that they've robbed on people throughout oh. the years. All these like companies, like crazy stuff, stuff that you would never have even known about and things about their church. They, like Chris Jenner started a church. So that they, yeah. So they don't have to pay taxes, all this kind of mad shit. Now this is all alleged, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. There's so so many things down to like um, how they rob people's designs for the Sears collection and how things were, you know, all this kind of mad stuff that that people have like collected information on over the years. It's fascinating. Just it's all on YouTube. Check That's fucking mental. I never yeah. knew about that. I'm going to watch that afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's oh, about 20 minutes long because there's so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You don't get to places in Hollywood without doing some shady ass shit. Stepping I think. on toes. Do you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, we're going to um, get to our topic straight after a little break, but I want to give a shout out to our Patreon person of the month, which is um, uh, like, I'm going to say like a new queen to the scene. She has signed up at our top tier, which is the lovely Celtic Tigress who uh, one of my friends Russell, one of my friends Russell is obsessed with um, so yes shout out to you CelticTigress.ie uh, she also shared a little story which we'll be sharing in a little while uh, you can go on and support us now by checking out our Patreon which is patreon.com forward slash petty little things pod but even more important than that is honestly spread the word of petty bitches universally around the world uh, by telling a friend about our podcast and getting them to tune in send them a link uh, and then send them a kiss at the end of it. 
Mwah. Right, let's get on to our topic. We have asked you, April Fools is fast approaching. So we have asked you what kind of pranks you've played on people and you have sent in some very juicy responses. So we'll be back after the short jingle. And we're back. <laughs> we're back with all your April Fools pranks and jokes and tricksters items that you've been sending into us and I have to say I do love a good prank and I, I actually I will be a bit of a trickster I do really enjoy it. <laughs> Dina I just had that moment where I was like oh my god did I hit record <laughs> and I did I did oh my I did, god I did. okay <laughs> I, oh you love a prank That's a prank in itself It's yes. like I tell you If that was the situation I would be like I'm oh, out of here I should have got you there um, You should have got like, me there So one thing that sticks out In my mind That you got me good with Was um, We were in Fire Island Which is off the coast Of like New York uh, And we'd had Lots of little Lovely drinks I had gone home A little bit early uh, Hopped into bed uh, Was out cold Fast asleep And then Davina and Shirley Came into the room As I was snoozing away With pots and pans <laughs> <laughs> and wooden spoons and right over my head it's actually metal spoons oh metal spoons because I knew it would make more noise <laughs> right over my head in my ear they're like bang 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 come on you have to get up come on we're late we're late we're late and I'm I like, actually said fire fire there's fire in the oh, house oh my god was that <laughs> I also remember uh, when we were in Lanzarote before um, we put a bucket of water over your bathroom door <laughs> so that way you were going to walk into it oh my <laughs> god head, but you like we and we left the door like slightly ajar yeah. um, and then when you you, I, I think you opened it really slowly because we thought you just like you know burst in for a week yeah. uh, it just kind of then it kind of fell but it didn't hit you so we were fuming but we were waiting downstairs literally howling oh my like, god you absolutely went um, also some of the pranks that I've thought about like that we over the years I remember um, April Sherrill was an awful prankster as well so she would play she would encourage me to play pranks on people so we would do like our evil pranks on people yeah. and she at the time she lived with misdemeanor in Smithfield. They had a lovely apartment on the square and she, uh, misdemeanor was actually going out with this guy at the time okay, uh, in a loving relationship, mm. a loving homosexual gay relationship, you know, like very committal, like they usually are. Mm-hmm. One of many. One of many. And April decided she'd like made a fake kind of like gaydar profile. And she decided that she was going to try and lure misdemeanor into like a, you know, meeting up with her. Oh and she literally like catfished her to basically meet outside her house. So that when she said, meet me at the spa in Smithfield, which was just on the thing, on the, on the green or whatever, on uh-huh. the square. And when she was there, she literally leaned out the window and she's like, caught you, misdemeanor, cheater, cheater, misdemeanor. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was like, no, it was hilarious. But um, yeah, she was always up to, up to her tricks like that. What a wench. She was the queen of the prank, to be fair. She, she would, was. Like her housemates got it all the time. Like, she was. She would take it to the next level though sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd be got caught. Although I do remember she lived with Clairvoyant at the time. And I remember Claire used to spend a lot of time in her room. Mm. And neighbor Abe was like, go into her room and hide under the bed. Yeah. So I w- went under the bed, like, and it was all, it wouldn't single bed. And uh-huh. I was like, you know, made with lots. Yeah. So I was under the bed and Claire, I cared. I heard Claire come into the room real quiet she's like sits on the bed I could see her feet and I, was like, <laughs> I was so quiet under the bed but then as soon as she put her legs up obviously to have a little nap I full force went whoa lifted the mattress <laughs> off the, like I wonder I swear to God she nearly jumped out the window it was that like imagine someone doing that to you under your bed oh my god like, I fucking die classic classic okay I have, have one here 
Yeah, uh, we've so many people sent in. So let's see what people have said. Okay, this is anonymous. Uh, okay. I had lived in Australia for 10 years and was on a visit back to Ireland for my brother's wedding. My dad wanted to do drinks. So myself, my boyfriend and non-marrying brother met. Non-marrying brother? What does that mean? Oh, okay. The one that was not at the wedding. Okay, got it. I didn't want to drink. So I would pour my beer into my dad's when he wasn't looking and also poured shots of vodka in it to get him drunker quicker. Oh so, that we, him. Yes, <laughs> so that we, so we could leave. I also took his phone and set alarms every 15 minutes from 3am until the next morning. Uh, the next morning he spoke about the phone not being able to turn it off. So he had to take, <laughs> <laughs> so he had to take the battery out and couldn't, couldn't physically understand why he was so hungover after having only two beers. His girlfriend said he had come down the morning of to find him asleep on the floor at the bottom of the stairs. Idiot had the equivalent of five beers and three vodka shots. That'll teach him for not accepting my no to an invite. Gays one strikes <laughs> zero. <laughs> oh my God, that's insane. That's nuts. Um, I have one here from the lovely Samantha and she says backpacking in odds and the lads decided to treat themselves to some new underwear. Mm-hmm. One of them laid out all his clothes for the next day, including said white new pants. So I decided to put some Nutella inside them as skid marks. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought he'd see it and just think uh, that they were used or tried on by some minger, but, uh, but he didn't notice. I forgot. And then that evening we were walking home from the train station and asked how his pants were. Uh-huh. And he panicked thinking that he'd shit himself and that it had leaked through. <laughs> so he covered his ass and ran back to the hostel. I was laughing so much that I couldn't tell him. Uh, he was at a, it was grand and it was just Nutella. Uh, I put it there um, until I got back in the room. Um, I don't know how funny it is for you. We know it is. It is actually funny. That is quite funny. Thank you so much for sending that in Nutella. But then how would you not notice that putting them on? I, honestly, I would notice. But also, was it in the dark or like maybe he was used to seeing the odd skiddies on his pants? Dirty bastard. Well, he's still friends. He's going to be best man at her wedding, apparently. So obviously he forget, forgive and forgot. So that's not so bad. You're going to really like this one. Okay. Okay. And it's somebody that you know, but I'll, I'll have to tell you afterwards uh, okay. who it was. Okay. So I worked for this job and I really didn't like um, my manager. They were rude all the time. And I was also in charge of booking flights and travel. So I constantly purposely booked the middle seat of an aisle for my manager. And my manager was not that up on, you know, like how flights were booked and stuff like that. But every time kept kicking off being like, oh my God, I'm stuck in the middle aisle or in the middle of an aisle again. And um, why does this keep happening? And because he knew that he hated being stuck in the middle, he kept booking him in the middle aisle. <laughs> um, fucking gas. I love that. That's, That's very the, petty. That's so very petty, petty, bitch. Very um, petty. I have some here. Let me see. Uh, well, these are kind of short, little quick ones. And this is kind of what we asked for. Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorites actually all time is, and I kind of, I like to share it every year, mm-hmm. is um, Halloween time for trick-or-treaters dipping onions in chocolate and giving them a slug toffee apples. Oh I think God, that's a gosh. genius one. I think that's so good because there's nothing beats a child chewing into an onion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let me see. Jerry Burke said, um, oh, this is a good one to put a soft egg, like a raw egg into a bowl with hard boiled eggs. Oh my God. So, so everyone thinks they're eating hard boiled eggs that you have to like peel them. Like oh maybe God. if you're having a salad, whether you crack it open and it goes everywhere. That's pretty good. That's fucking I like gross. That. That's easy and easy to do. Okay. Uh-huh. Go on. Uh, okay. Well lit. 
Jer said, I once convinced my housemate I was staying at my brother's and then pretended to break in, made it sound like I was jimmying the lock and then pushed it with my shoulder. <laughs> oh. Frank or just mean? I don't know. Girl, I would die. That's like when you fucking banged on my window in the night and I wanted to <laughs> shit myself. Yeah, but like I, I didn't fucking try and jimmy the lock. So that's like taking us to the next level. Mm-hmm. I think that is actually kind of terrifying, but I still did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Uh, Elaine Elaine uh, sent one in saying that um, uh, Her friend was cheating on her uh, Her friend was being cheated on by this fella So she basically This is a classic She put prawns all around his house mm-hmm. Which is classic Like prawns probably hidden the, you know, behind the couch And the curtain rails um, But this is a good one She also bladed all his records So they never play again Oh my god well, that's kind of revenge that, That's not really a prank That's just kind of criminal damage That, that is very you Are you Elaine? Um that actually happened to me before. Some someone actually was so rage with me, scratched all my favorite CDs. Oh my god! Literally, yeah, it was actually next to that. I mean, back in the day, like you had to take very good care of your CDs because we used to have to hand in CDs to yeah. perform with. And if your CD skipped, you're fucked because you couldn't work. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and might I add, CDs, even though things changed over, they were still making us use CDs in the George, even though things had progressed way faster. It's like way the George faster. was stuck in like the 1990s. Um, DJ Karen Babes was having none of it. I remember, no, can we not use memory sticks? She was like, no, Babes, CDs. But, um, CDs. Speaking of CDs, like you'd buy all these blank CDs and then you'd lose the cases that they were in. Yeah. So at one point, like at one week, it could be a Spice Girls CD cover case yeah. that I was given. The next one could be All Saints. I ended up having no CD cases because I'd lost them all drunk. Uh, let me see. Robbie Hair, Rob, Robbie Hair Lover. Oh, this is quite mean because he's a hair lover. Uh-huh. He's a hairdresser. Uh, Robbie says hair loss cream and shampoo for his ex. Uh huh. Like that would that be like that'd be like putting Vs in uh-huh. uh, in the shampoo. But uh-huh. it's, oh, that would only work though if you left your shampoo in for ages. Oh my god, is that like, what happened? If you, if you that what happened to me? I think so. Yeah, I think you used V on top of your head. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Um, cow, cow, yeah. I think it's cow, yeah. Pronounced. Um, soy sauce and Seven Up in a bottle of Coke. Oh, ew! That's good, isn't it? So it looked like Coke, and then you give it to them, and then they'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> fucking what a gag!" It's like married and money. I remember one night we were out um, on we were out having a few drinks, and I got. It was like I could see her drink. She left it on the bar, and I somebody was doing shots of tequila. Uh-huh. So I put loads of sachets of salt into her drink. Oh my god, you mean <laughs> I actually bitch. made I videoed her doing it and which came back. I said, "Cheers, bitch!" Oh my god, fucking <laughs> gas. So that's good. Salt in the drink is always good. Um, come here. I got a few iconic lies, which I think I should share because they're kind of fucking funny. Like, yes. uh, okay. Um, anonymous said, "I once told all my straight friends that my straight crush slept with me. Then it got back to him." Like, oh, that's dangerous. That's fucking dangerous. Well, they were a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like they were a teenager. So yeah, I, but still never be forgotten. Never. Um, never forgotten. Another one, um, set a split personalities. We know, Davida, said, uh, the lie I told was that I trained, uh, that I was a trained barman. I worked in a bar for years, but I'd never had any training and I've never worked in a bar. So I just got the job. Girl, I did that too. I did the well, exact same brain thing. surgery. So I was pulling a point. Jesus Christ. It's where you're like, you're not like, you know, redirecting the International Space Station. You're pulling a point, bitch. You uh, nasty bitch. What? Nasty. <laughs> you're not reinventing the wheel, love. It's like pouring a drink. It's like, um, let me see. I have a good one here. Um, let me see. Mm. 
because some people sent in some really like dark responses. Uh, I said, uh, you know, play a prank or t- well, tell me some pranks. Someone just said, my life. <laughs> I, was like, I, I got that too. Really so dark. Like, there's always people that send in these really like, cr- you know, it's like so dark. You're just kind of like, okay, this is not the Samaritan's love. This is like... <laughs> You know, and it's clearly like, look, and then, oh, wait, now I got one there joking on that. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know, they always say there's a bit of truth in every joke, don't they? Uh, oh, someone said, let me see, uh, made my housemate stew with dog food. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God, I would vomit if I ever heard that, like, ever. How would you know? You wouldn't, but surely that must have tasted weird, no? I Victoria would be very precious now about food and chicken in particular, yeah. which which I when you when you know someone's weakness, it's the worst thing ever because <laughs> you can totally play on it. Well, and do? I remember we were on holidays before, and uh, we were all having like there's a big group of us, and we were all staying in the same house, and we were having barbecues very very, very regularly. Mm. And I said, "Let's pretend." Actually, I got you with two food pranks. So I said, <laughs> "Let's pretend." I'm going to say, "I don't think that chicken's right," and then I get and I said, "You have to say it as well to my friend." Yeah. And we were like, "Oh yeah, no, that doesn't look right." But we waited till Victoria had finished her chicken, <laughs> <laughs> which probably was about thirty seconds. Yeah. So the ch- we like the chicken. She does. She loves the chicken breast. The chicken breast is gone, and I'd be like cutting it really slow and go, "Oh, here, look at this." Now that does, that looks. Good. Pink, doesn't it? And then they'd be like, "Yeah, oh god!" And I'd like smell it. I know it smells really bad. And you, I could see your face. You're like saying nothing at the end of the table. Your face was like starting to drop. And um, yeah, hilarious. So that, we used to get you with that all the time. Do you remember prank? when we were in Paris and mm-hmm. you'd be very like, you're just so funny about your food like that. Whereas mm-hmm. like I'm very like I'd eat off the off a curb. Yeah. Um, and we waited till you went to the bathroom and I pulled hair out of my head mm-hmm. and put it in your put it in your plate. And when you came back, I was like, oh my God, Victoria, there's actually been hair in that there's a hair in that food. And you were like, no, you were like, that wasn't there. And I was like, it must have been there because it's it's in the sauce. Look. You nasty <laughs> bitch. And then I probably wouldn't eat any of the rest of it. I was probably starving for the rest oh, of the day. A for, a for, no, it was you were finished. It was just like it was the empty plate was there. It was like and you t- wolfed it all down. It's like a tagatelli or something. And I was like, look at that, and like, there's hair there. And April kept saying, Oh no, that was definitely there. It must have been there since the start. You fucking nasty <laughs> bitch. So yeah, that's always a good one. Find the weakness. And then hack in on them. That's what I would say. What would your weakness be? Um, probably time, dates, and times. Yeah, telling me where I'm supposed to be somewhere where I'm not. I was I'm literally like, thinking that that's the, probably the best it. prank I could get you would be to ring you and be like, "I am outside. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, like a fear of God. That's because oh I always have that fear that. That it's I'm always well. It's happened before. Where it's like you're, you're supposed to be somewhere and yeah, you're fully, not there. Fully. Uh, okay. Well, thank you everyone for sending your little uh, pranky stories. We will be back just after this jingle with something else. What else? What else are we coming back with? Oh no, no. Uh, so we're going to go into our favorite time of the uh, time of the month. <laughs> yeah, it's our favorite time of the month. It's uh, it's uh, our rotter of the week. Okay, so it's been a while, Davina. We haven't had mm. any, any rotters in three months. No. I'm hoping that you've got a good one uh, stored up. I have opened. I've up only my- got. Two, I've only got two because I'm trying. You know, ease myself back into this. There's obviously lots, but I, I only I have two good ones that have been on my mind for the last foreseeable. I've got two as well. Well, I've actually three, but I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> 
if I should say one of them, because um, I don't know if it's a bit bitchy, but um, okay. So the first one is, and this is just, everyone's going through it right now. I'm fucking fuming with it. Um, we, we're obviously on a big to- a taxi sh- uh, shortage at the moment. Oh my God, that's my rudder. Oh, okay. Well, this could be a joint one. Yes, it's a joint one. Definitely. Since when does nobody's fucking credit card machine work after midnight? Like, what is going on? I know that some people don't want to pay t- tax on it. That's fine. But you know what? Even if, uh, even even at that, they won't take me on a long journey. They were oh, Sorry, on a short journey. It's fucking rotten me. I can't get home. I might have three suitcases with me. What, what, what am I supposed to do? It's also really unsafe because there's so many people in town that cannot get cabs. Um, I live kind of like near to uh, the Aviva Stadium and if there's a match on and I'm trying to go to work like there's not a cab to be had Mm -hmm. and there's taxis on the street so it's just like what is going on where are these taxis and then when you kind of get into a cab and kind of try and have it out with like not that you'd be having it out with the taxi man who's actually going to pick you up but there's like these taxi men they don't want to work at night time some of them have left the profession and I just feel like like it's unsafe for people to be standing around in the likes of Dame Street and Georgia Street because there's just like like trouble literally around the street. Mm-hmm. So you can easily find yourself in a situation that you don't want to be in just because you cannot get home. And they throw everyone out of the nightclub at the same time these days. Mm-hmm. So it's like everyone, all these fucking drunk madsers are out on the street at the same time. It's not safe. It's not okay. And I'm getting to like boiling point with it now mm-hmm. where something has to be done. Like they have to like privatize or do something where like these, because there are people who would work. What's, why can't we have Uber? Why can't mm-hmm. we have like, you know, like Joanne in her Skoda coming to pick you up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. you're guaranteed, I don't care how much it costs once mm-hmm. I get home. Yeah. And it's, you can't put price on people's safety, but I'll tell you what I don't want is to be standing in the middle of the fucking street when someone pulls up and goes, where are you going? Mm-hmm. And they're debating if they're going to take you or not. Yeah. It's just like, it's unfair. It's unsafe. And I'm over it. Yeah. As soon as I see the window roll down, sometimes I just tell them to keep going. I'm like, yeah, fuck off, keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's just so, so fucking rude. But they don't care because they feel like, you know, they can just pick it up. And also, um, like the amount, of, I've just been getting so many taxis lately because I kind of, I get ready at home now and I kind of like have a bit more space and a bit of time to myself. Mm. But even just the, when you do get into a taxi, the creepy taxi man, I've been had, I swear to God, like of the last month, I forgot that they actually existed. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I obviously used to have my regular taxi men that would pick me up and drop you home and drop you wherever you need to. Yeah. And they were like regulars yeah. and they were sound. But getting in with all these fucking weirdos. Now I'm well able for them because like, you know, but when you, you hear some of the stuff and the way they behave, you're like, there'll be people in those taxis who would not know how to cope with that or how mm-hmm. to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of make a laugh about it or kind of, you know, brush it off. Yeah. But it's, it's gross. Yeah. I think about my mom trying to go home. Yeah. About my sister trying to go home. Like, like we are used to the city. We mm. know what is the vibe of it. Even at that, it's still not safe. But like, not. they're not in the city all the time. So if they go no. in, they're stuck there. Like, that's not cool. We don't want our no. moms walking the street looking for fucking taxis. And then getting into like this creep. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And there's so much more that kind of happened. Like I, I was in a t- t- cab recently and I was going down like, um, flying down Pierce Street and the taxi man, I swear to God, literally nearly broke his neck looking around to like look at me in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, uh, do you mind like folks on the road? I mm-hmm. honestly, I did a tweet. I actually said, I'm going to die in this car. Mm-hmm. Like literally I was like, Princess Diana 2.0. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I mean, like, just nuts. Nuts. And gone to the good old days. Like when we were getting taxis back in the glitz days where, you know, the, uh, taxi men were giving me gifts and all. 
you know what I mean? They yeah, were, they I loved us. Their handbag. Yeah, I got a handbag off one of them. Proper chivalrous gentlemen. Yeah, now they're all fucking <laughs> bastards. Anyway, that's my first one, and obviously your first one as well. Um, mm-hmm. it, it seems we share that one. I have one uh, re- ready to go. Deliveries that pretend that they deliver to you, but instead you get a failed delivery attempt. Um, oh. Either because they need import taxes or whatever it is, or just lazy bastard syndrome. You know when you're waiting on that gorgeous new pair of shoes, a lovely wig, whatever it is, and it's like, oh, out for delivery today. And then, you know... Waiting ages and they never show. Five o'clock comes and you get a failed delivery attempt. You're like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? And and half the time it's lazy bastards and half the time it's import taxes, which we also don't like. Well, I have to say recently, um, I ordered a delivery mm-hmm. from my usual KFC. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the veganism's going well. But, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I ordered a KFC and I wasn't particularly, you know, when you're like hangry and you're like, I really am dying for this delivery. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I was like, because they usually kind of take a bit of time and I was like, I'll order it now and I'll probably be hungry when it gets here. So I was yeah. very calm. I wasn't, wasn't like ready to like, the move. You know, when you're like, I'd get hunger rage. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, your driver has arrived at the restaurant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your driver is on the way. Keep your eyes out, whatever. So I was looking at the, at the, it was actually coming from Temple Bar. So I was looking and then I kind of started watching something on YouTube or whatever. And I was like, that should be here by now. And then I looked at it again and the driver was in uh, past Seapoint in Monkstown. What? Right. Yeah. So I was like, that's like over 10 miles away from mm-hmm. like, from mm-hmm. the city centre. I was like, that's a bit weird. Uh, so then I was like, that has to be wrong. Maybe there's like, you know, sometimes it, there's a glitch and it's like shows you somewhere else. So it was like an hour later and I was like, the food had not arrived. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's very bizarre. So I cancelled the order and I uh, messaged delivery and I was like, what, you know, where's the, where's the food? What's going on? And they were like, we can't get in touch with the rider. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh my God, maybe something happened. I was like, that sounds very sketchy yeah. because it, like they picked it up, but then um, a friend of mine is actually in this group um, in Dublin and a lot of delivery drivers are in it. Okay. And apparently what happens a lot of the time is some of the delivery drivers working around haven't got money to eat. Oh my God. And they steal the deliveries that they fancy and eat them. Oh my and, God. Yeah. And then they delete their delivery account and then set up a new one, like the following day with a new phone. Oh so, my yeah. god So apparently that's like the regular So but you know I actually I wouldn't begrudge anyone at KFC Like no. I, I was like no. I got a refund It was totally fine I wasn't in a rush for it It was fine It was just I actually just thought something bad had happened yeah. the, Like because I was like this is so random But yeah So and the bigger issue there arriving. is That delivery aren't paying their riders properly And They mustn't be like They're not and, They're absolutely yeah. not and You and me are tippers I, I want to encourage anyone who's listening If you're ordering a delivery Tip yeah. your fucking rider there's Absolutely. a reason we're ordering it for delivery because we're dying, we're fucking wrecked, or we've no time. If you can afford to do it, do it. I ordered a delivery in Manchester, and the rider had uh, said to me, "Thank you so much for the tip. You're the first person who's ever tipped yeah, me." Yeah, they all. Ever. A lot of them usually say that. So I don't know if people just don't tip, but I also think delivery will whack up their prices. Mm, oh, they do. So okay, right. I'm really gonna go for it. Camille are on their website and the delivery website. Camille prices on delivery are about 10, 15 percent more so like yeah. obviously that's money going to them as well they're fucking making a fortune like yeah. so anyway delivery is not coming that's another one the other uh, rotter i have is uh and this is this is you know you, you we've talked about this before so this could probably be a joint one i think mm. is actually uh straight venues cashing in on drag queens to try and get bums on seats oh yeah 
rots me to the core. And, and it's like, there's lots of them now. Everyone seems to be springing up a drag event, a drag mm-hmm. brunch, a drag this, a drag that. Where were these venues when drag queens were actually looking for gigs? Yeah. They were not booking people. They were not having people in their venues. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden they're trying to use drag queens as a cash cow to yeah. get people into their rotten restaurants. Mm-hmm. And it's noted it's totally noted and mm-hmm. it's I wouldn't blame a queen for a gig it's not the queen's fault no I, I'm really happy to see these people working what I don't enjoy is seeing things uh, people featuring in. drag entertainment or hosted yeah. by drag queen I mean I have not many yeah. met anyone called drag queen before no because they don't care about who they have who, mm. like they just want anyone in a wig like you know to be in their venue because they think that's going to bring across bums on seats mm-hmm. it's very disrespectful and it's totally offensive um, mm-hmm. especially because these people have never supported the gay community before. They never support, uh, supported anything like that. And it's just total fucking, they're milking it. Yeah. So no, I'm not I, into I, that. I I'm not that. into that. It's like these fuckers that are going to start coming around at Pride now. Oh, mm-hmm. happy Pride. Mm-hmm. Where are we the rest of the year? Like, keep looking out for companies that are supporting LGBT. All year uh, round. All year round. Because a lot of these places are literally just using you to get your bums mm-hmm. on seats. Mm-hmm. And it's usually some lazy person behind it all who's going, right, what's the easiest thing I can do yeah, here? Yeah, well, they also see, to be honest, like, especially with the drag brunch in particular, like we've been doing our drag brunch since 2013 mm-hmm. in Dublin. Nobody was doing a drag brunch. Mm-hmm. There was nothing like that going on. Now every fucking hellhole seems to have a drag brunch mm-hmm. going on. And I don't re- I don't blame the Queen. It's not their fault, but it's actually just those venues do not support. Mm-hmm. Like the venues, the venue even that we do, Air Drag Brunching, they have other LGBT events on. Yeah. There's other events in these places. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, you know, these people are trying to cash in. So just be aware of that. Mm-hmm. It's just Yeah. And make sure that you annoys me. It rots me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have one more. People that say that they love you when they don't, but they're just trying to work you or gain something. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate that. It's so see-through. Like, you don't love me. You don't even know me. Like, that. that's so in, in what's the word? In genuine, disingenuine, whatever yeah, it is. disingenuous. Like, a lot of people in, especially in a, the George and stuff you'd see over the years, you'd always see, like, some girl would be like, oh, my God, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... What's my name? Yeah. And they literally just freeze because they're like, they don't know. Cause they're just yeah. like, just to say that to interact with you is just like, it's so ridiculous. But I love throwing it back. And so if anyone ever says they love you, make sure they know your fucking name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and figure out why they're telling you that they love you. What do they want yeah. from you? That's more. There's always a motive. Mm-hmm. But yeah. No, there are rotters. They're pretty good rotters. Mm-hmm. And they stand up. They'd stand up in a court of law. That's what I say. <laughs> stand up in a court of law. We've missed... We've missed uh, being rotters and we missed hearing from you. So guys, we do want to hear from you. We also have um, a rotter of the week um, filter, which is available on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Please do use it and tag us in it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. Thanks for joining us for our premiere, oh, it sounds so fancy, premiere episode of mm. season five. And until next time, stay, stay petty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 